You know that voice? Uh... <laughs> what? Fuck, there's like a, a voice that uh, Sophie <laughs> fucking do. I, had a, I just realized I had a dream I could do that voice. But you can't. No. <laughs> I could do that voice. And I was like talking like that in an aunt or like in a crowd of people. <laughs> but they were all like really impressed. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> and they all clap. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what it was. Like everyone was like looking at me but not like like what is this freak doing? They were like they wanted to see what was gonna happen next, you know, because they, they were, were all so like impressed. so yeah, like I, I may as well have just like levitated, like real life <laughs> levitated or something. <laughs> real heavy. <laughs> Welcome to HFG chat. Welcome, welcome. Epi four, epi five. Damn, <clears throat> this is five. Five. Damn. Did you did you like the uh, the thumbnail for the last episode? Um, what was the last episode we did? It was uh, President Evil. Oh shooters. yeah, yeah, that was and funny. I, I googled President Evil and I had a picture of Obama and Michelle. being President Evil. <laughs> being President <laughs> Evil. That's so funny. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, dude, that was I had never fucking heard that until you said it. <laughs> President Evil. President Evil. Yeah. I don't know if the, I, I, I. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting that to be uh, online. I think that was just a joke that I had. Uh, you know, like the <laughs> the joke of like you are Dark Souls. You know, like that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's what the game was leading up to. John Dark Souls. Yeah, I think the joke was like. Oh, I was the evil president the whole time. Or like I was the evil <laughs> resident. Or oh, like the evil resident. <laughs> Reminds me of like the girls you went to high school with who work in nursing homes now. They always talk about their residents. Is that yeah. something you've noticed? Oh my god. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I've 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 had a long con long 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 conversations about. <clears throat> Sad, the sad evil president. Re <laughs> 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 uh. Oh my god! But so my girlfriend listened to the last podcast though, and I I heard it like in the. It's always so weird to hear yourself yeah. talking, but uh, I heard when we made the joke about uh, Mr. President, a second <laughs> what was that? A second shooter has hit the. So, oh, I can't remember. Yeah, it was so the funny. Exact joke. Yeah, dude, I, I I genuinely went back and listened to because you know I like to check how it sounds and everything, and I, I mm -hmm. have been adjusting the the sound the sound settings a little bit, um, you know, like EQ and mm -hmm. limiter and stuff, just to make it like as loud as possible. Uh, so I went back to listen to this uh, <clears throat> episode four, the story shooters, and like I just turned it on just to see how it sounded, but I ended up listening to a pretty good chunk of it, and it was mm. there. There were like there are actually pretty pretty low key funny mo moments in there. Hey, <clears throat> self self promo. Um, yeah, that episode's funny. Listen to that one. But this one's serious. This time we're talking about the most serious game ever made. <laughs> 
the most life-changing, serious experience you can have. That was my coffee. Is that what that was? Yeah. I, can make I the, tell you, I can man, make the, it sounds like the a bird sound. whistle. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obnoxious noise, funny. That's, that's kind I can of do it louder. philosophy. I can do it no, a little louder. No, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> all right. Today <clears throat> we're just we're we're tackling a, a a behemoth among gaming IPs. We are tackling Telltale's Borderlands: <laughs> The Stories, uh, and this is it's going to go hard. So I'm going to let John take it away since I didn't play Telltale's Borderlands stories. I didn't Sto- stories play from the Borderlands. Either. Is that what it was? Tales from the Borderlands, but Tales I haven't played it either. Oh yeah, no. story. <laughs> stories from the borderland. Tell story game. It should make like one of those uh, tell your or what are those? Choose your own path novels. Choose your own adventures. Yeah, borderlands. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. I mean, realistically, but now I that, didn't play that, those. Oh, and no, I got no. a I got a big point about those fucking <clears throat> games when we hit uh, BL three. So we'll save it. We'll save the Telltale it. games. Yeah. I really? Gotta, okay. Yeah, I've never played them, but there's something involving the Telltale games that I gotta right. I gotta scream about a little bit. All right, I'm excited to hear it. All right. So, so how do you how do you want to tackle this? You want to start with one with Borderlands? Obviously, we're okay. We gotta actually explain things since we got criticism. We don't explain things enough. Yeah, we're we not talking about the Telltale games coming in last time. We're talking about the Borderlands. I, just, I, I wanted maybe, can we take a moment just so I could really issue an apology? <laughs> I, need to, I need to issue an apology before you do yours with tears. Because um, mine doesn't have tears. In like our first episode, okay. I said I said, <laughs> I, I said that uh, in my early days of playing games, I played Mario, uh, Super Mario Galaxy. On the, I don't know why I said that. I never played that fucking game. I'm what I meant was Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. But I ended up saying like in my amazing loss of all cognitive ability, I said Super Mario Galaxy instead of Super Mario World. So yeah, yeah, I don't want people it's, to think I'm a liar. <clears throat> There's gonna be that, like a, a deep dive on your. Someone's gonna like hack into your. Uh, your Neuralink and get into your brain <laughs> memories in like 30 years and then you're going to have to pay back all revenue paid from the podcast. <laughs> Nintendo will do that. <laughs> because you lied. The whole, no, because we was, said anything your, about your entire Nintendo career game. was predicated on, on a lie. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> no, I know what you mean though. They're like some, when I just kind of catch, catch playback of this, there, there are definitely some, some things that like, I, it, I swear it's, it's almost like a, a time time loop situation or something where I know I, I did not say that, or I know I did not mean to say that, but it's like, that's definitely what I said and recorded yeah. it. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy how much dumb shit like comes out of my mouth while I'm recording, but it's, it's hard though. I mean, it's hard to like just think and talk and like also stay accurate and, <laughs> and walk and chew gum. <laughs> <laughs> it's really tough. Can you walk and drink at the same time, like a Gatorade bottle or a water bottle? I really have to. I really have to focus and do it. Yeah. yeah. But I think what it is is because if you're walking, just uh, how would I explain this? You're walking from point A to point B, and you're not thinking about much else. Your head's actually moving a lot. Yeah. Like it's kind of bouncing up and down. 
So then you have to actually use your brain and stop it from bouncing so you have a stable drinking platform, you know? The Braden Smith glide step. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) New Fortnite emote. (laughs) Dude, I I really feel for those kids in marching bands that have to do, like, goose steps and shit. Yeah. I can't imagine. That's be crazy. Uh, all right, so we're, we'll we'll just kind of go through here, talk generally about describe um, the uh, Borderlands, kind of the gameplay loop, some of the some of the quirks about it, um, the series as a whole. Definitely want to talk about the rarity system, the RNG of um, you know, kind of the randomness of the weapon generation, because um, there's a lot of randomness in the game. And actually, I mean, would you say that's like the full end? Uh, end game of the games is trying to get perfect gear pretty much it's uh getting perfect gear optimizing your build and taking on the end game content if there is any so generally the end game content revolves around the the raids as they're called now but it's like the bosses that you need a full party to actually take down well Mm -hmm. you don't need them i mean there i'm sure there are people who do them by themselves but Generally, they recommend having a full squad of people. And they're... Hard. And they're hard. hard. <laughs> and they're hard. I don't know what yeah. I was going to oh, say. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very they're, hard. They're, yeah, they're, they're very difficult. But, um, yeah, that, that's really the end game content for the Borderlands is, is getting the best gear. Cool. For the most part. So let's go through... Um, I have a... There it is. Uh, just to kind of run through some of the... I found a wiki that just kind of lists the, uh, so it's got weapon types, manufacturers, mm-hmm. which I think would be kind of a fun thing to talk about too, because you can have kind of like um, certain manufacturers that you start to <clears throat> favor, favor yeah. gameplay type that you like, um, weapon rarities. So, you know, if we ever bring out or, you know, talk about like the blue, purple, orange rarities things like that mm-hmm. um and then also i kind of wanted to talk about how the shields and maybe just like relics and things like that function in the game as well um, yeah <clears throat> actually let me send you this so that we can uh just be looking at the same just so we be looking at the same thing okay um so similar to a lot of first person shooters right um what I think what's what's kind of unique about this game, and maybe not so much anymore, but if you remember, you know, re- remember being like 14 years old and thinking that like pistols suck and mm-hmm. assault rifles are always the best. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this was definitely the first game that I played that really uh, challenged that notion that like, you know, you can do a full run through with just pistols. Shotguns are, you know don't well actually maybe that's not the best example but you can really start to favor certain weapon types and you don't always have to keep a full loadout of like well okay with an asterisk that the the ammo consumption is is something to look out for but you don't necessarily have to keep a full loadout of like okay i always have a sniper rifle i always have a pistol i always have a Mm -hmm. submachine gun and i always have a shotgun for example You know, you can have like two, uh, two pistols, a shotgun, and a rocket launcher. You know, it just kind of I think leads to really cool um, loadouts for when you're just kind of taking on the 
just the uh, the fodder enemy throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's a lot <clears throat> of freedom in these games, even though like they are kind of linear and people wouldn't think of them as like uh, as necessarily like free. There's a lot of just choice where you can, you know, you can you can hold on to weapons for a long time. And like, you know, it, you can really develop these like attachments to like, oh, I don't want to let I know this gun is getting under leveled now and it's not doing as much damage, but it's been my workhorse for so long. You know, I can't I can't let it go, you know, but I, I think that's one of the things that makes <clears throat> the game really, uh, really interesting is, you know, the you're, you're always improving a little bit, but sometimes it's like you, you're really uh kind of fighting against change in a way because it's like god this gun's so good i don't want to yeah. i don't want to take it out of my inventory but that is know. kind of funny yeah I, I i'm glad you brought that up because <clears throat> well we can also kind of explain how the uh the equipment system works um mm-hmm. which is that if if you don't have pretty decently high level equipment or at least equipment that matches um the situation that you're going into uh, you're gonna have a bad time. Uh, mm-hmm. You, <laughs> there isn't really much of a a way to skill your way out of a lot of these um, conflicts if you don't have yeah. uh, the appropriate equipment. And the way that the equipment works is um, each each piece of equipment has a level tied to it that is um, basically locked behind your character level. So as you play and as you do more in the game. Um, your character level rises, you get more XP, um, and it goes from level one to, does it go to 88? It's changed for each game. Um, so Borderlands 2, the max level is 80, and then there's OP levels, which are eight. So yeah, you could could look at it as level 88. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So what happens sometimes then is you get this, you know, like a weapon will generate in the game or a piece of equipment will generate in the game that's outside of your level, maybe like three levels ahead of where you are. And so you kind of have to make the choice sometimes, you know, like, do I want to just carry this piece of equipment around all the time? Or do I want to throw it in the vault and then forget that it's in there? Uh, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, never come back to it. Um, But you cannot use levels uh, or equipments that are above your character level. And so what John was talking about is sometimes you have equipment that is just so crazily performing like punching way above its weight class where um maybe your character level has leveled up 10 levels or something or maybe that's a little extreme but like five levels or something but you still have a piece of equipment that you've been carrying with you for for a really long time and so that kind of goes to show that uh the generation of the weapons and that the um rarity there's a rarity system in the game some of these really rare weapons are like in a class of their own to where you know if you if you're walking around with common weapons and you and you just kind of know that there are more rare weapons it just kind of it like eats away at you do you you know like when you're like really power leveling and you're trying to fill (laughs) out your build and you're like you know doing a lot of quests and stuff and then you're stuck with like a white weapon 
you know, a white rarity mm. weapon and you're like, yeah. ah, man, I need like blue or purple to, to yeah. feel like I'm doing anything. But that's like, yeah. it's backed up though in the, the performance of the, the actual equipment. Um, so it's kind of this nagging feeling that like, even though, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best that, uh, luck has not been on my side and I need to, <laughs> I need to keep, <laughs> keep grinding and, and go find something to where I can, uh, get, get some more rare weapons, uh, because the rarity is t- typically tied to their, their performance in these encounters. Mm-hmm. I had, a uh, something to kind of build off of that. Um, I put so much time into the borderlands too, but I remember, uh, it was when I first got got it on the PC because I played it on consoles mostly. I was like, you know, I really just want to get to the end game. Like, you know, I played this game enough. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna download a save editor and get a max level. You know, uh, it was a Macromancer. You know, because um, mm-hmm. I had one on the PlayStation that I had actually grinded for, but I was like, I just want to get back to playing that character at the highest level. So I downloaded, you know, I made a Mechromancer and then I downloaded the save editor to make her uh, level 72 at the time was the max. And I jump right into ultimate vault hunter mode and I realize I don't have any guns. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't give myself any guns either. So I was rocking like the the starting game guns. Yeah. and they weren't like complete starting level because it there was like a DLC that gave you like some level 30 guns or something. I can't remember exactly how it went, but I could not actually get anything done because the, that's how important the levels are in this game. Like, you know, the, the numbers just get bigger and bigger. The each increasing level enemies get more health. They do more damage. You do the same. Uh, but if you're using guns that are way under leveled, you're just not doing enough damage to do anything you can just unload your full clip in somebody's face but nothing happens so the the leveling is an integral part of the game you ignore it at your own peril yeah and and just kind of touching on that 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 made me think of how just how funny like just ridiculously large the numbers get uh as you're going and i'm sure this was like kind of a joke on on the developer's part um it says I was curious what the what the starting health in the game is. It's mm-hmm. it starts at one hundred health. Yep. And by the time you end up, um, you know, it's it's normal to have like your health go up to like twenty thousand or you know like shield levels that are just like just ridiculously oh, yeah. huge numbers. Um, so it's kind of funny to watch those rise. And since they do get so ridiculous, you always feel like. Oh my God! You know, I, I still visibly see those these huge numbers on the screen. Um, that you know, there there's that really direct feedback to your progression as you're going. You yeah. know, so it, it even even though you know maybe clearing clearing a room takes three minutes, you know, and it takes three minutes on at almost any level, you know, with like appropriate guns and the enemies are scaled to your level, you see the numbers go from like, you know, dealing 100 damage to dealing like 20,000 damage or something to each enemy. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of a really funny thing to see, especially like, you know, working with, if you're playing with like sniper and get a headshot and you just see the like, whatever K, you know, like 10 K attack or, you know, whatever. It's just, it's really kind of an addicting loop to see that Mm. number just rise more and more and more. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool. But, uh, so should we, we talk about the, uh, the first game 
or like specifically the differences that the first game has or like yeah looks i I feel like i've been yeah sorry i kind of went a little uh no it's all good autistic mode there because i like (laughs) watching the numbers go up and down and but that's the whole whole point of idle games man yeah they've completely capitalized on that like cookie clicker god cookie clicker dog i got onto the cookie clicker world <clears throat> leaderboard a couple times dog so don't, don't get me going on the don't get me clicker. started or at least on mobile not on um so yeah, it probably wasn't like what? a real leaderboard it was probably like a leaderboard of like people in my neighborhood or something <laughs> world leaderboard and i'm like number three Whoa. out of my neighborhood <laughs> yeah actually i play yeah, cookie yeah. clicker a lot <laughs> <laughs> i watched a number go up quite yeah. a bit yeah uh yeah cool uh yeah let's 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 go into number one i want to hear right. i want to hear johnny johnny and john johnson take john, us back to <laughs> john, john, take john. us back to uh um chase's house <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> i actually just had like a nardwar moment that's what it felt like was that people. the cousin yeah oh no way dude yeah my cousin oh Chase. my god That's oh crazy. my god do you actually want together. me to say how i started with uh playing the borderlands mm. oh my god i feel like it's irrelevant it's it, well yeah plus we talked about it a little bit last yeah. week too i just oh put together because uh chase got ripped the other day <laughs> <Knucklehead>. <laughs> actually please take so I just, that I just, out <laughs> okay okay yeah yeah please make a note of that one take that uh, out well let's see let's see <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's a good dude you can't know what that felt like that was a nardwar moment when you were at chase's house <laughs> Uh, do you want me to yeah, take man. every iteration or every instance of his name out or just, no, that just one the funny chase joke? Scott, chase Scott, yeah chase got yeah. something chase but got anyways, a new so- car <laughs> <laughs> come on down you just want a new car um so with the borderlands we'll talk about the first game um the premise of the game is you're on a bus what this is so weird you're on a bus, don't really know why you're there, and uh, you get kicked off the bus to go find the vault. You're a vault hunter. And uh, what's the vault? I don't fucking know. It's got money or something, whatever. You shoot a bunch of people, and you eventually get to the vault. That's basically the story of the game. It was a, you know, the first iteration of this game was entirely built on. Uh, I feel like the story was an afterthought more than anything. So don't worry too much about the story, but. Uh, Borderlands 1 mostly revolves around uh, finding the best guns that you can and running through the desert wastes and killing uh, Mad Max-style enemies. So um, I'm trying to think of like some of the things that make it unique from the other <clears throat> games. Um, How was the... Was it still decently funny? I mean, because that yeah. was... Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's important. Um, so it's got like this irreverent humor to it all the borderlands games do where which i had never really experienced before when i first played it but the game really revels in like the over-the-top violence being funny you know and like uh all these people you're killing it's funny that you're killing them you know and it and when you contrast that with like the other games that were popular around the time they're all like war shooters that really are uh 
respectful of people's lives, even though you're shooting <laughs> people a ton. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. uh they kind of take themselves really seriously. They're very too. serious, but the Borderlands is like not at all. You know, it's like, oh yeah, go kill that fucking guy. Who cares? So that's like that liter- was that's what- literally like a quest that would be issued to you. Yeah, I don't, like, uh, there, yeah, there's a like, quest. Go kill him or not. I don't care. You know, like <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly. The there's, I remember a quest, I think it was in Borderlands 3, but it was uh, this girl trying to get revenge against the person who killed her family, but she doesn't know who it is. It could be one of two people, and she just basically, event- she has you go and try to figure out who it was that killed them, and you come to the realization that all this evidence is inconclusive. You, you have no way of knowing who actually killed her family. And so she says, well, just fucking kill them both. <laughs> just kill both of them. Yeah. So that's kind of the humor of the Borderlands summed up. But um, <clears throat> one of the things about the original game that really shows its age is a lot of the game isn't voiced and you have to actually just read um oh no way yeah so if you'll remember in the borderlands 2 when you turn in a quest or talk to a character they're actually Mm -hmm. voiced and they'll you know you can listen to them talk to you but in the borderlands 1 there's a little screen that comes up with text and you just have to read it um so it kind of shows the age of the game and you know the budget they clearly were just getting started out didn't have the money to fully voice the games but uh if you can get over that there is some hilarious shit in the text that they put up on your screen. I think honestly Borderlands 2 was was better as far as the humor goes, but Borderlands 1 had some real gems as well as far as that was yeah. concerned. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the overall premise of the game is just uh get high become a higher level, get more powerful, get better guns and uh you know basically take on uh all the challenges that the game has. Yeah. Um Speaking of, I sorry, I I wanted to get this in while we're on kind of the humor of the game. Mm-hmm. What is your reaction to High on Life? <laughs> um, I will probably play it. I will probably get like a free trial of Game Pass one of these days and try to play it for that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, de facto play it for free. Yeah. But I'm kind of hesitant to buy it. Yeah. But it Have does you- look funny. Okay, I was wondering. Mm-hmm. Why? You don't think it is from what you've seen? or mm. Mm. <laughs> It's okay. We know Justin Roiland might be a really bad person. <laughs> tell, no, tell even, even before that. I don't know. I've just I've never found his sense of humor to be very funny. Um, really? Yeah. I've tried. I, I was just curious. I just wanted to get your feedback on that. Yeah. Or not I, feedback, but I, reaction. I, I wouldn't just... say that I'm, you know, chomping at the bit to play it, but I definitely, uh, <laughs> wow, that, that gave away where we're from. <laughs> chomping at the bit. But I'm uh, going to go get a chili and a cinnamon roll for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> this is so unrelated, but I went through a phase uh, not too long ago where I was really into listening to Hank Williams Sr., Fuck and there's have, a man. yeah there's a fucking one of his lyrics is uh it's in the song setting the woods on fire mm-hmm. he says uh i can't remember the exact setup but it's like i'll be daphne you'll be dilly something like that we'll order up two bowls of chili setting um, the woods on fire and i'm like man. jesus christ this is he <laughs> fucking old ass people yeah. are so cringe yeah fuck yeah dude 
yeah. We Hank we Senior. we we have to put together uh, some sort of uh, fucking brainstorming on our country album at some point. Oh, that's, yeah. that's all I'm going to say about that. We can move on now. <laughs> okay, but, we'll talk man, that about that. That thing's gonna that thing's gonna gonna murder. It's gonna fuck. It's gonna yeah. All right. Borderlands one. Did you want to get into the uh, kind of the story or like the lore of the game at all? I mean, I know you covered the yeah, uh, or maybe I don't be... know, maybe politics is the right word because there's like you know between like the weapon manufacturers and yeah. some of the key players. Yeah. So um, for Borderlands one, <laughs> like I said, the story is definitely takes a backseat. Uh, the entire time uh, boils down to you trying to get the vault. Uh, trying to unlock this vault. Uh, first of all, find where the vault is and then unlock it. And then, you know, plunder it for yourself, basically. Um, there are plenty of people who come to Pandora. Vault hunters is what they're called. No one's been able to find the vault. Um, or maybe somebody has. It's been a while since I played the first one. I can't exactly remember. But, um, you know, everyone's just trying to loot this vault for their own gain. And you're one of the vault hunters who actually does it. Good job. Um, the key players in the first game are Tannis. She's a recurring character. She's like this weird scientist who studies Pandora, studies the vault, um, and comes comes to Pandora as more of like a, uh, a scholar than a vault hunter. Um, but other than that, there aren't any characters that really recur because in the Borderlands 2, your uh, characters that you're going to be talking to and dealing with are the playable characters from Borderlands 1. So uh, that would be Roland, Lilith, uh, um, Brick, and um, Mordecai. So I guess you can look at them as key players, but they don't say anything. It's just you as the playable character. Yeah. Um, but the way the game works out is you go through, you kill everything. Eventually you get to the vault. Uh, you kill the monster inside and uh, get, <laughs> of course, the vault just has guns in it. <laughs> Naturally. What more it. do you want? I really like, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's kind of basic and mm-hmm. uh, subtle isn't the right word, but like how, so I, since I played the games out of order, Mm-hmm. I have kind of a different perspective on this, but going through and playing Borderlands 2 all the way through and then seeing that, you know, going back. And then I tried, like I said in a recent episode, I tried playing um, Borderlands 1, but just didn't finish it for, you know, actually, I think what it was is it might, probably my, I think that was probably playing on PS3. Mm. And then I think my PS3 yeah. shit, shit itself to death. Yeah. Um, tragically. And uh, I think I just never got to finish it or something. But yeah, I, I really, I just like that. Just as a simple kind of continuation of the characters, you know, they just brought everybody b- from the playable characters from the first one back, and then they're like in the game. Like I said, mm-hmm. I kind of played that out of order, so I don't know what the experience was kind of meant to be. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry. I I realized. I've had I had the Super Mario Galaxy Super Mario World moment again. I said the only recurring character is Tannis and the playable characters, but you also have Scooter, who runs the catch a ride system. You have uh, Doctor Zed, who's like you know just this doctor that in the first area that you come to, 
and uh, Moxie. Moxie's in the game as well. Yeah. I'm so I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, you're good. You know, there. Are, I think it goes to show how minor of a role that they play in the first yeah. game. You yeah. know, they're they are pretty forgettable. And right. Not not uh, as much of a focus is put on them. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the reason I, I even bring this up that I like that so much is there's kind of this one thing that that I wanted to talk about with you is um, how these these games really do kind of stand on their own as games because mm. you could also kind of make the or there you know there's kind of this um, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking about Overwatch 2 mm-hmm. you know where the, the one of the main criticisms I've seen of Overwatch 2 is it just feels like a DLC of Overwatch yeah. 1 you know why in the fuck did you mm-hmm. make a second like call it a second game and it's kind of obvious you know the reasons why but I really like that this there's no question that like going from one to two feels like a new game, but it's still oh, tied yeah. in all together. It's not like going from Dark Souls one to Dark Souls two, where mm-hmm. it's like this is totally out of the way, you know, and it it also feels different from, you know, like the Call of Duty installments, you know, how like mm-hmm. it just I just really like the way that it's it's a continuable story, but mm-hmm. also it's a story that you could, you know, in my case, I played it out of order two, mm-hmm. one, and then three. Um, and it was still enjoyable and it was still fun to have kind of like those aha moments of like, so mm-hmm. the the downside though was like, you know, meeting Mordecai, for example, I think would have been a lot more impactful. Oh yeah. <laughs> two, you know, like, cause that, yeah. I was just kind of like, who's this guy? Oh, okay. We like him. He's, oh, he's, he's cool. You know, like, cool. cool yeah. Got this little bird thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I just, I don't know. I kind of like the the simplicity of it. It's not trying to do too much in what it does do with its characters and story mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, you know, from one to two, I think it does really well. Yeah. The, the um, greetings, all I can think of now is greetings, Vault Hunter. New missions are available at the Firestone Bounty Board. Oh, God. Is, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, I, the thing I was going to say is I think these games build really well off of each other. And they do stand you know, alone as far as experiences go. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't be surprised if someone has only ever played Borderlands 2 and got, you know, just a, an insane amount of uh, replayability and enjoyment from it without having played the others. Yeah. But you'll get a deeper love for the games if you play them, you know, in order and uh, one after the other type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, my my example for this is uh, the first your landing area, the area first playable area you come out to is Firestone, uh, which is, uh, you know, just on you. All you think of it as is like, oh, this is Pandora. This is the planet of Pandora. Mm-hmm. And Firestone is some podunk town that you start off in and you spend a lot of time there. Uh, then in the second game, you go through other areas on Pandora, you know, really snowy areas, uh swamp areas shit like that they really upped the production value gave you different areas to explore and eventually you come back to firestone and it looks a lot different but you realize like holy shit i've been here before (laughs) like this is you know the it's not like in a call of duty game where between their uh different uh, you know, Modern Warfare 1 and Modern Warfare 2, you don't go to any of the same places. You know, at least in the Borderlands, you really feel like, oh, shit, you know, Pandora, this is like, you know, this is where these games are set. It's a yeah. real place. I come back yeah. to these places, you know. And um, so, yeah, that that was just a really cool moment for me is coming back to Firestone in Borderlands 2. 
It's good. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going down memory lane now. (sighs) We'll do that out loud. Stupid. It's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord. But yeah, man. I mean, as, as far as the first game goes, it's, it's the most simple installment. And I think you'll, you'll get the most out of the future games. If you play borderlands one, but you can look at it as optional. If you really want to, you don't have to play it to enjoy two. For sure. For sure. Uh, I think one. So one of the things I was trying to trying to remember in my um, comatose state uh, just mm-hmm. now was um, there's somebody from Borderlands 2 to Borderlands 3. There's a character who really pisses me off in 3. And I think that may have been the breaking point where I, I stopped playing the game. <laughs> Is there anything off the top of your head that you can Ava. think of? Ava? She's the little girl that, with uh-huh. blue hair that's like exceedingly annoying. Is that what you mean? Maybe. What did they it's do? It's a character in Borderlands 1 as well, though. Is that what okay. you're saying? What do they do with? No, no, no. From, from 2 to 3. I was thinking maybe it was like Hammerlock or something. Uh, like Sir Hammerlock does something really annoying. So that maybe maybe we go a little out of order. Make it a good, bad, good sandwich. Okay. Do you want to talk about Borderlands Three a little bit? Sure. Yeah, we can. I, um, I like that idea. And then we can we can make it a. We end on the high end, note. End on a high note instead of yeah. getting just really pissed off and then just stopping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well. Uh, uh, oh god i've I've been dreading this can i um, can i can i start with an anecdote go ahead yeah. of three so yeah. if uh, if there are moments in uh in two where the npcs are like making fun of you like if claptrap or or uh handsome jack is like making fun of you it feels like they're really the butt of the joke you know mm-hmm. um there was a moment in borderlands 3 upon release so uh i pre pre-downloaded the game um had it ready to go super excited and one of the first missions um that i did i don't remember if it was a side mission or what um but there was a a moment where i was looking to uh as as a new addition to borderlands 3 there's now a system for mantling so you can get more verticality you can climb up you jump up to something and then you mantle up and there was something where someone you know someone's talking to you and they're like trying to guide you through the mission and npc npc is talking to you and uh they're like I'm trying to figure out where to go. And I, I felt like I had looked really everywhere in the game. And at some point this NPC starts talking to you and she's like, what's wrong with you, stupid? It's right in front of your face. <laughs> like talking to me, the player, you know, mm-hmm. and something was bugged with the mantle system. Like there was like not a button prompt or my character wasn't doing it. And it's just like, that was, that was one of the, the <clears> first <throat> times I feel like I've, I've been, just really angry <laughs> at, like just the game itself beyond like frustration of like uh you know like dark soul is hard Shut the or, fuck up. I'm not yeah, stupid. yeah I'm not exactly stupid. it was just like this yeah. moment but i i i 
feel like that that was that was kind of the moment where you know more and more of the issues with Borderlands 3, the bugs, the really weird sense of humor or like the now the the sense of humor is like over the top and cringe. Like mm-hmm. the it, it, to, to almost like unbearably bad and then they're calling they're calling me stupid, but it's their stupid this. game that's not working. <laughs> like it just like all came together into just like this moment of just like, no, I'm not going to play this anymore. <laughs> and from then on, I felt like I just kind of had my mind made up about the game. You know, it's like it, <clears throat> the, between all the, all the bugs, the like changes to the, uh, to kind of what made the, the the first two games so good, and then to top, <laughs> you're gonna call me stupid. <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> tell that really struck a nerve. Oh man. <laughs> well, the mantling didn't work. It's, I get it. He was not very nice to me. Um, so. <clears throat> I just I had to I had to get that out there. I had to get that off my chest. I did not like playing three. It was stinky. Uh, thoughts? 